0: Hi, good afternoon. This is Charlotte Pierce, producer of Face the Book TV. We have returned to the airwaves, the internet waves. Um, we were producing uh, shows about eight years ago, and we have taken we took a break to do some other things, and now we're back. And I'm joined here today by um, by uh, Eddie Vincent and Let me put them on here. Eddie Vincent, Sean Anderson. Eddie is uh, president of, of IB or Ipney, the uh, Independent Publishers of New England, and Sean is the president of the League of Vermont Writers. Hi, guys. Hi, Hello.
1: Charlotte. Hi. Hi, Charlotte.
0: How are you making out in the in the new reality?
1: <laughs> well, it's challenging. Uh, trying yeah. to come up with creative ways of letting people know we're out yeah. there.
0: And you're uh, up in Maine, Eddie. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: I'm near Farmington, Maine.
0: And your what's your company and what do you publish?
1: Encircle what, Public. What's your
0: elevator speech?
1: My <laughs> <laughs> elevator speech is Encircle Publications is a is a publication where we do mysteries and literary fiction and a little bit of historical fiction. That's and ha-
0: ha- how many elevator. books a year do you publish?
1: Uh, we're hoping to do twenty four this year.
0: That's amazing, yeah, that's good. Awesome, and uh, so, Sean, you're the new president of League of Vermont Writers? Yes, I am. Okay, awesome, welcome, congratulations. Thank you. Are you also a writer?
2: I am a writer. I write children's literature. I write young Mm -hmm. adult, middle grade, and picture books. Mm -hmm. And I live in Barnett, Vermont, which is right on the New Hampshire border.
0: Oh, welcome, and do you, have your own publishing company or do you uh do you have a outside publishing company i
2: okay. do not i'm currently looking for an agent okay great so i'm going a more traditional route
0: okay well uh good luck on all that and uh keep writing i guess is the 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 um message of the day for for people who are stuck at home <laughs> i don't know i saw a lot of a lot of people i know out walking today but um, Writing and
1: reading. You want people to be writing and reading
0: right now. Yes, and exercising. Gosh. Well, I hope everybody is safe and well uh, at home. Um, We're all kind of trying to navigate this new reality. But we do need to keep our businesses going and our writing going. And we have a lot of questions from our members at IPNE. I'm also on the board of IPNE. And I've been involved for about two thousand since, not for about two thousand years. No, <laughs> since about two thousand seven, and uh, in various uh, ways. But I know that people out there often they come like the topic of our show today is here's my manuscript. Now what? Now, Eddie, have you or Sean have you seen this or heard this uh, from people who are out there? You know, like I just want to write. I just I don't know how to get my book out there.
2: Oh, I definitely hear it. The League of Vermont Writers has all different genres and types of writers.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, some people do show up at our programs and say, here's the book. Now what?
0: <laughs> Have they I already see... published it or they printed it or are they just uh, manuscript? Various,
2: various stages. Some people mm-hmm. come with a hard copy and a dream.
0: Indeed. Eddie? I,
2: see that,
1: I see that a lot online with the groups that I belong to. especially Mm -hmm. the self-publishing groups, like, okay, I've got this manuscript. Now what? I see that all the time.
0: Yeah. So what would you uh, tell somebody who came like to a meeting and said, you know, here's my printed book or my manuscript in a binder or something. Um, What should I do next? Or is, is there a difference between those two?
1: If it was me, I would ask them what their goals are do they want to be published traditionally or do they want to self-publish? That's mm-hmm. the
2: starting point for me. Okay. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely advantages to both and there's challenges to both. Mm-hmm. And um, I really encourage people to really um, think about it, what their goals are and what they're to choose the right path.
0: Okay. And if they're already printed, uh, often the my experience, my publishing clients have said or have come to me with a book that's just not quite aligned with the quality out there that you, you can achieve if you work hard enough or if you have a traditional publisher. Right? Eddie?
1: Well, yes, uh, what you're saying is true, but depending on what your goal is, if you are trying to be published traditionally like Mm -hmm. like what my publishing company does Mm -hmm. uh, you need to follow the guidelines and submit to different publishers in your genre Um, you can find that in publishers I can't think of the name of it but there is a a magazine out there that you can find publishers weekly no
0: Oh. oh, I knew you were going to uh, Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. There, no. there is
1: there is a couple of them out there. If you Google it, you will find it. That will give you the breakdown on how to submit to different publishers. You mm-hmm. you need to find your genre and who's looking and how they submit. Because some publishers don't want to be submitted to if you're not represented by an agent. So that mm-hmm. becomes another question. No. Do I need an agent? Do I not need an agent? Um, so you have to look at that.
0: Anything to follow up on, Sean?
2: Definitely dig deep into those submission submission guidelines and definitely follow them to the letter. Mm-hmm. Um, that can really instantly decrease your chances right mm-hmm. from the start. So I really encourage people to do their homework, whether it's a publishing company or you know an agent, you have to follow the guidelines.
0: Right. And should they have it edited? Like what? Like no typos, like should they expect to have it in pretty polished shape? What's the, what's the If you're submitting
1: to, if you're submitting to someone like myself, a small publisher, independent publisher, absolutely have it Mm -hmm. edited. We will do an edit, but Mm -hmm. you definitely need to have it polished before you send it out. Good.
0: Anything to add to that, uh, Sean?
2: Um, yes, definitely. Um, Don't expect a lot of editorial work at that pace. It should be pretty buttoned up.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, What about, uh, you know, should authors be sending their books to reviewers or will the publisher do that? Or, you know, I guess it depends on whether you're publishing your own book or someone else is publishing your book, but I've heard that publishers aren't doing that as much. Um, What's the reality?
1: The reality is I see it it's kind of falls on both parties. There are Mm -hmm. some review services that only publishers really get any, anywhere with like Publishers Weekly, Library Journal, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But Kirkus Review, you know, you definitely, an author should be sending to them and things like that. There Mm -hmm. are a lot of places to send reviews. The question is, are you willing to pay for them or are you hoping that someone will say, yes, I'll review review your book.
0: So that's something to clarify with your publisher before you really get started. Yes. Whether they're going to do that or not. Yes. Yeah. Some of the questions are uh, a little bit more oriented toward uh, IPNE or independent publishers of new England members who are, might be publishing their own books, but print on demand versus a printer run like ordering 5,000 copies. What's the difference? What's the cost and difference?
1: Well, if I was ordering five, I, I, first of all, I would tell people not to order 5,000 because you'll have a basement <laughs> full of books that you probably don't want. <laughs> um,
0: or can't the, move soon right. enough.
1: <laughs> so mm-hmm. when you're thinking about printing your own books, you have to think about your storage and, where, and how many you're, you're willing to put up front The upfront cost. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of benefit of doing that, but there's a lot of downfall as well. Mm -hmm. Because you may believe in your book and you may believe that you can sell your book, but you might not. Uh, The reality is if you're an independent publisher slash author, uh, it's a lot of work to sell even 500 books. Mm -hmm. So printing, print on demand is really the way to go for Mm-hmm. the author that is trying to do their own thing, at least for now.
0: And the per copy cost is a little bit more than it would be for if you ordered 500 or 2,000 books, right?
1: Oh, absolutely per yeah. per book, but mm-hmm. think about it this way. There's no upfront cost until you make a sale. Exactly, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're saving.
0: Good. And do the print-on-demand... Do hardcover, like all sorts of different formats. Uh, do you have the latitude that you do if you go to a, a your own printer or a local printer?
1: No, you give up some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon, for instance, uh, they do they do print on demand for paperbacks mm-hmm. and only paperbacks, and you are at the mercy of their printing, their paper, and et cetera, things like that.
0: Got it. Yeah.
1: Uh, ingram sparks you can do hardcover but again you're at the mercy of the stock that they have and, and the like
0: sizes that they right Formates. if you
1: go to a printer that is not print on demand you have more chances to get a qual- a better quality product um, and you, just you have might need weigh, weigh the like, pros and yeah. cons of it
0: yeah i've done a couple like books with 200 copies for shows and stuff and you i really did do a lot better than i would have ordering through ingram But, um, you know, per copy anyway, but I did. It was a tough, tough slog to move the 200, you know, I have to, I have to confess. Yeah. Um, Anything to add to that, Sean, or?
2: pretty much, I think, before you make a decision about how printing physical books, um, Mm -hmm. I have had a a bunch of people approach me about like, well, I have the books. Now, how do I move them and how do I market them? Um, I would encourage people to definitely have a marketing plan before making a print decision.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, how are you going to sell it? What channels are you going to use? How can you optimize your, your writer's platform to really move that inventory before you even print it?
0: Good advice. So Best the question here I've heard today. <laughs> the question here on the screen: My book is already printed. How can I get it distributed? Yeah. Um, you know, like, can you just start from that? Like, what do you advise, Eddie?
1: I don't know, he say he said the perfect thing to say there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to have that platform going. You have to know what you want to sell and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how to sell. It's the toughest thing I deal with. Um yeah. I do advertising on Amazon and you know, that's that's a risk right now, you know.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's like a damned if you do and damned if you don't, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, um okay so the the other question that kind of maybe sean might be or yeah uh, well both of you can answer this uh what are some free social media platforms that i know a lot of people i talk to just say you know don't i i hate social media i i'm a writer i can't use social media what do you say to them
2: i love social media um <laughs> i i love twitter um i'm hmm. not I don't love Facebook as much, but I have a, a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of dipping my feet into Instagram. Um, I really encourage people, you know, to kind of again assess your goals. What what do you want to do? Um, you can dabble in them and mm-hmm. decide it's not for you and back out. You got to find the right channel. I wouldn't go in and do everything at once. Um, mm-hmm. I think of. Twitter as like a, a cocktail party where you can mix and mingle, whereas Facebook's more a family reunion for me. That's how I use it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I definitely encourage people to, mm-hmm. before they really say they, they, it's not for them mm-hmm. to try it, try a mm-hmm. couple of things and, you know, go at your own pace and go slow and build, build that way.
0: And notice what works and do more of that mm-hmm. kind of, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I use Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook presently uh, no, to I, do to I, do our advertising.
0: Yeah, for for Encircle Publications. Yes, for Encircle yeah. Publications. Um, yeah, and I know IPNI has a account or you know a page and a group on Facebook, which are you know they're pretty active, and it's a great way to get the word out. We're actually live streaming to Facebook right now, and also LinkedIn and YouTube. But, um, I I just wondered, Sean, Twitter. I haven't discovered how to get traction on Twitter. Like, how do you do that? Like, do you like Twitter. post on other people's, you know, support them and then?
2: I think it's I think it's a great a, a great social media platform because mm-hmm. I think, and you know, I know there's a lot of negativity out there, especially um, you know with politics and the current situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very focused on building my writer's community on Twitter, so mm-hmm. it's all about writing. Um, I think you can definitely um, connect with people a little bit more intimately. Um, on like Twitter? Yeah, I, I think six degrees of separation is actually more like three uh-huh. or two. Like, if, you, mm-hmm. if you're reading, comment on what you're reading, and sometimes mm-hmm. you know, the author will weigh in. I've connected with some some of my favorite authors on Twitter. Yeah, uh, just by reading and talking about books. So
0: so you kind of interact with other people and don't say like, buy my book. No, I would definitely like it. There's all kinds of
2: websites about how to market on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Say it should be like, you know, maybe one out of every 10 posts should be about your book and promoting it, Got but it. By, by encouraging other people and, and really um, promoting other authors. You know, people will instantly return that favor for you. When, mm-hmm. you, when you have your book out there, there's a lot of celebrations of book birthdays on Twitter. There's mm-hmm. um, a lot of um, promotion of events um, mm-hmm. in local communities and all over New England. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a, it's a, it's, I personally, it's just the one that I connect with. I know that mm-hmm. from a League of Vermont mm-hmm. writers standpoint, a lot of our members are very active on Facebook, and there's a mm-hmm. growing number on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I think Instagram is, is another place where, where I really need to dig in and explore that. Well, yeah, I think
0: Instagram, are you on Instagram? Eddie?
1: I am. I I'm on Instagram and, um, and circle publications is on mm-hmm. Instagram. So I posted something the other day in like a minute or two later, I had people liking it. Now, granted, my likes are still only in the teens. You know, I don't get <laughs> hundreds. Um, but there is a definite big Instagram uh, marketplace there. Um, Depending on how you do your hashtags, you find new people all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, I think I have 114 followers. Uh, A month ago, I had maybe 80. So it does does work. You just have to put some thought to the way you post.
0: And hashtags Uh, are important.
1: Well, that and now you can also do ads. So like mm-hmm. at Charlotte Pierce or or but at, you, you and know, you need to order. kind of do
0: some homework where you you go and you find the you have to find the the um, address of the person that you want well, to tag no,
1: right not necessarily on Twitter what well, I do on Instagram I mean I mean on I mean on Instagram mm-hmm. what I do <laughs> is every post I put on Instagram I now hashtag Oprah Winfrey. Not because I think Oprah Winfrey's gonna see it, but her people, the the people that subscribe wow. to Oprah Winfrey might.
0: Do you notice that working?
1: I don't know, but huh. but that was a hint someone told me
2: once. Yeah, hashtags are okay. magic, they're magic. Yeah, yeah that's
0: a great and idea they're, though.
2: They're, there's a lot of apprehension over hashtags. I know that with our membership.
0: I know. It comes
2: up in every meeting like, <laughs> oh no! These hashtags. How do I do it? And, uh, I uh, encourage when you're on a social platform, just uh, enter in some hashtags that you think yeah. might really work for your book, and you can connect with some some really yeah deep yeah.
0: I've noticed that I do podcast production as a service, and I also have one a podcast that's about rowing, and it's just amazing. Like the hashtags do, they do bring in new uh, connections.
1: Yeah, well, so, and on Instagram, you can tell how many people are using that hashtag. Yeah. It will tell you how many other posts yeah, have been yes. done.
0: And you can follow a hashtag, too. Yes, and so you that's can follow. Good, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we have a question here from a listener. Um, Perfidy Press, one of our award winners for, from IPNE. and mm-hmm. uh, So if I have an Ingram, if I have Ingram print a hardcover book, does that mean Amazon won't list it?
1: No, uh, no. If, you're, if you're on Ingram and mm-hmm. you're on Ingram Sparks and you're doing a hardcover, mm-hmm. it will definitely be listed on Amazon. I have my hardcovers done that way.
0: Yeah. Whatever you've, I mean, if you activate that button, you know, that says distribute to Amazon, they will do whatever they're printing.
1: Yes. The only the only problem that I have found with Amazon as, as of late because they're the gorilla in the room.
0: Mm-hmm
1: is that on the paperback side of things, um, if you don't also use them, it sometimes can mess up your, your listing later on.
0: I see, okay, something to research. Yep. Um, we have a question for Sean, I think. Uh, what are the most lucrative genres for an independent author? Either you can answer that. but
2: That's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I don't know how lucrative they are, but I've been following a lot of like horror, mm. science fiction, fantasy, Mm-hmm. And I like, um, sometimes I'll just go onto Amazon just to see what's out there and who's rising to the top of some searches. And I found some, connected with some excellent authors that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Eddie, do you, you had a, a um, thought about that, about nonfiction, right?
2: Well,
1: nonfiction does quite well um, mm-hmm. on Amazon, just in, as, as a genre, any mm-hmm. nonfiction does quite well. Um, Romances do pretty good as well. They're really big market. Cozy mysteries are big too right now.
0: Cozy um, mysteries?
1: Cozy mysteries, yep. What are cozy mysteries? Oh god, you you can ask me I'm that. I'm uh, I'm off in my own mis- world here. Cozy mysteries are mysteries that um they don't really describe how someone gets murdered. They <laughs> oh. they talk they talk <laughs> so they're touchy feely, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the cat mysteries and the cook, uh, cookbook mysteries and things uh, along those lines. You know, uh, it's, okay. sometimes they're pretty clean as well. You know, you're not, you're not seeing a lot these, of swearing on them.
0: I think there are a lot more genres that there, than there were when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but niche is also very important, too. Like, right, just, you know, if you find your niche, then you found your audience, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you find a niche, go for it. I mean, that's and, the best.
0: Yeah. Well, we have about five or 10 minutes left, but um, we wondered what, you know, this is kind of a softball here. um, What are some educational resources or groups for indie publishers and authors to join? And I asked Sean Anderson to come because he's the president of League of Vermont Writers, which is a venerable organization that has served Vermont writers for many years. 18 something, right?
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. 1929. We've been around since. Wow. since then. What it's do a great you, organization.
0: It's really <laughs> awesome. I I love so many of the people in there. I know some of your like Jerry Johnson and Lynn Levine mm-hmm. and uh, Tortoise Isleheart. And, you know, a lot of our people have come through. Our members have come through there. But uh, what, what do you provide? And I know you have some upset now because of the uh, closures, but. You had a spring program. Will you be doing anything online?
2: Um, I don't think for spring. We had an April an April mm-hmm. program scheduled. We usually do quarterly ones. So spring, summer, fall, winter. Okay. Um, we do have a big um, event scheduled in July, July eighteenth. We're doing a writers meets agents events. It's a it's a biennial event, so it's every other year. And right now, we do have a hotel book, but the status is a little bit unknown.
0: Might have to be out in a field or something.
2: We may have to. <laughs> um, so okay. yeah, so we have our quarterly programs, mm-hmm. and um, personally, like I love the League of Vermont Writers because it's it's our local Vermont writing community, and I also um, volunteer and am active in a, in a national organization, um, Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators, which I mm-hmm. love. So. Mm-hmm you oh, know kind of weird. look at the scale of what you're joining and where your time's being spent yeah. um i've also connected with some with some great groups um on twitter like i'm part of the um the 5am writers club and that's a hashtag and i've connected with people that way and we it's a very supportive group well, that's so, good uh, to know i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna
0: take some more another look at twitter i just like i put something up and it even if it's not like by my book it's you know like there's zero you know zero clicks and i just I just uh, I need I think need a strategy I think mm-hmm, definitely yeah but uh, so other resources and groups Eddie like IPNE or Eddie are you there uh, I think Eddie's frozen but I know there's uh, main uh, main writers and publishers isn't it mm-hmm main writers and publishers yes yeah Sorry, so what I, did they I lost do you
1: guys for a minute
0: yeah, it's a little if, if intermittent, but um, I know they have these gatherings, um, the main writers.
1: Yes, they do. They have them in, I think, nine different locations presently. Might mm-hmm. be more than that. I'm not. They have one right up the street from me, actually. I've never and, been.
0: And again, I think they are considering some online versions of those. So I just heard that. There's also New Hampshire Writers Project, which does a lot of programming. Uh, mostly, mostly, Most of these are for, for writers about the craft of writing, though, right? Or about getting an agent, in your case?
2: We kind of cater to everybody. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. published, pre-published. Um, mm-hmm. As many genres as are interested, We, it, it's really for everybody. So we try and balance our programming that way.
0: Okay. And um, I think I detected that New Hampshire Writers Project is... Kind of more focused on, on the craft of writing about, you know. But but I I know they also do some publishing, how to, how to publish publishing process. Um, what about I Ipne and IBPA, Eddie?
1: Well, both of those organizations are focused on the business side of the publishing world. On... First, let's
0: let's tell people what they stand for.
1: <laughs> okay. Hi. Independent Publishers of New England is I. Yeah. Yes. Um, IBPA is
0: Independent Book.
1: I I can't remember what it stands. Publishers
0: for. of a lo- Asso- Independent Book Publishers Association.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that because I had forgotten. You're welcome. Uh, it's because I always just call them IBPA. Um, but we're more about the the business of of, of books, and helping. Um, our members market their books by going to different events and having a conference, mm-hmm. and, and the network between one another. So we can ask questions about what's the best practices for publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of sums it up in a nutshell type thing. Yeah,
0: and IBPA, in my experience, has some tremendous resources. I've used their um, their template for contracts and many other things. They have webinars on a constant basis, really nice organization. You can, and very responsive. If you call them or email them, they're very responsive. They also take your books to book shows around the world, basically. So we do have, if you're a member of IPNE, you can, um, you can get a discount with IBPA. And I I think it's worth it.
1: There's a really good reason to be a member of, both organizations mm-hmm. um the national organizations will give you more membership benefits than our local one mm-hmm. um and, and some of them are are really good uh but you also want to be connected to the local community you know yes. and, and talk and talking about you know like mm-hmm. doing the boston book festival and yeah. things like that
0: And I can, as the uh, regional groups uh, manager, coordinator, or whatever I am (laughs) for IPNE, I am um, actively trying to make connections between IPNE and the state writers groups like LVW. And um, I always want to call it League League of um, Women Voters. (laughs) As as the
1: president of IPNE, I would absolutely love to see Mm -hmm. local meetings in all of our states yeah that would be that would be great
0: i think that's what we can do to sort of glue them together and you know share best practices Mm -hmm. and publishing strategies and things Mm -hmm. like that so we do have another comment from perfidy uh jeff dutton who's actually a, a board member as well he's the author uh it's been easy for me to arrange interviews with local papers and community tv programs some of which are syndicated I recommend it to authors who want to generate publicity collateral. Excellent. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you guys have a community media stations up there, um, Sean? We
2: do. We do. And that's a goal to really connect with the media a little bit more in this next Mm -hmm. year. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Um, We have a terrific station in, in Arlington, Massachusetts, where I am. And with just some like incredible resources that are free for, people in the community to use. Mm-hmm. So those are, you know, if you want to do anything like podcasting or start a show about books, you can do it. And it takes some elbow grease, but you know, it's, it's certainly possible. Yeah, it's
2: really, if, it's really amazing what you can find when you poke around because yeah. um, I grew up in Vermont, but I, I spent a decade in the Boston area and I know that resources mm-hmm. are so plentiful in, in the urban areas, but moving back to Vermont and moving back to a rural part of Vermont, I'm always surprised how uh-huh. supportive you can find media and ways to promote your work.
0: Yeah. Locally. And people like local stations and local papers and stuff. You, I mean, you might as well start there because you have those relationships in your community. And then you, you know, like I know people who have published in their community, like a, a review a local author, and then another national uh, publication will pick them up. So, yeah. Oh, here's Lynn. Lynn's here. I've been publishing for 20 years and I can't figure out how to, you can afford to print a picture book, even print on demand. Well, I've done that. Um, It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, you know what? It was really hard about children's books, print on demand is you really do, you know, you pay a lot more for the illustration, especially if it's, it's color. So we had to, um, we had to swallow that bitter pill and pay, you know, but the last one now we're going to do a kickstarter for uh a next book when things settle down so that's another option it everything takes a lot of work but
1: well the any- beauty about the print on a man Charlie, and especially with the stuff you're doing since i'm helping you with it <laughs> um, is that there's no upfront cost to the printing if you're doing the one-offs uh but if you do a press run in hopes to sell, sell more. Mm-hmm. Um, that becomes a little problem. But the print on the man, if you look at it from, there's no upfront cost, and they're being distributed by the biggest distributor in the world. hmm You're that- gonna look at what you might make with no upfront cost, other than the actual production of the book.
0: Yeah, because you can walk if you publish on Lightning Source or Ingram Spark. You can walk into any bookstore or or your friends can walk into any bookstore and say, I want to order, you know, this person's book and Ingram will supply it to that bookstore. So that's a good.
1: Right. And if you need a small amount for shows and things like that, it may seem like a lot, but you're, you're paying the wholesale price. So Mm -hmm. it's not quite as bad as it might seem. It's still, it's still more expensive than if you were to do a run of a thousand. Mm-hmm. But if you only need fifty or twenty-five, it's not that bad of a price.
0: Right. Okay. Well, we are winding up our time, and we all have to get back to like our uh, you know standing line at the <laughs> six feet apart at the grocery store and stuff. God, what? Where does the world go? I mean, what the heck? Anyway, are you all coping okay up there?
2: I am. It's a good time to write.
0: Yeah, I like, we, like we I said at not- the beginning.
1: I am not going out of my house if I don't have
0: <laughs> I think you should stay right there in that at the end of that dirt road for me.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, uh, good good for you. And uh so any last words on the on the uh, the podcast here and we'll we'll uh hopefully join you know, make this a regular thing, but
2: Well thank you for having me. This has been great.
0: Yeah, it's so great to see you both. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, thank
0: you
1: for having us. Um
0: yeah, so we'll yeah send, and send in your, um, send in your questions and topics. And if you want to be on the show, you know, this is called Face the Book TV. And we want to hear from the people out there what they want and what they want to know what their challenges are, what their educational needs are, you know, so it's going to be driven by our audience. Okay, guys, thank you so much for coming. All right, Let's thank you. For having see you here. next time.